welcome back. Yo, this is Rock. Welcome to the Rock Duty Podcast. And before we get into episode 19, I want to first thank you guys for your love and your support. I see you guys out there. I see you guys uh, sharing, letting people know about it. Um, so I just wanted to come on before we get started. Thank you guys. And um, and ask for continuing your continual support. Um, you know, we're on these social platforms. Uh, we are on uh, you know, Spotify, your podcast, Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you guys can, again, just, you know, you guys can rate the podcast, uh, whatever you want. <laughs> I like the five star one. That's a pretty cool one. And, um, you know, uh, let us know what you think about it. You know, any thoughts, any ideas, even if it's two words like thumbs up, you know, or cool or whatever. Yo, we'd love to see that. Um, so, yeah, I thank you guys again. And uh, welcome to episode 19 with Eric Cassette. All right. Please enjoy and have an awesome day. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the Rock With You podcast. It is a nice, beautiful, well, here it's Sunday. Uh, Probably where my next guest, Erica Kaseb, is from. I believe it's, is it Monday? No, is it Sunday out there? It's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bright, too. Okay, so my special guest, my awesome guest for, I believe this is episode 19, Erica Kaseb. Welcome to the podcast. It's an honor to have you here. Um, Yes, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's an honor to be here. I'm really happy to talk to you. All right, I'm happy to be talking to you too. Um, so I usually, you know what? I think I'm gonna flip this. And I did not tell Erica I was gonna do this. Usually when I start the podcast, I say how I met this person and, and you know, where we met and, and how I know them, you know, just to kind of give you guys a little uh, feel of, of how I know this person, um, you know. Um, but I, I, just like last episode, I let Peter explain how he knows me. I believe, and I know I surprise Erica with this. Erica, if you wouldn't mind, how did, how, how, how would you say we met and how we've grown in our, in our friendship or, or whatnot? Right. So I'm not, I'm not even sure like when the exact moment when I met you, because I know the moment that I met you in person, yeah. but I feel like before that, like you were always like a presence that was around. Like right, this right, yeah. Really nice person. <laughs> so we were both uh, taking art courses yeah. in this online school, the Outley Academy, uh, which had a great community of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that... I don't know if it's through forums or Facebook or what, but right. like Reggie, Reggie Rock was always around and was always like <laughs> this cool person giving positive feedback. Like, and I was like, nice. oh man, like, he's cool. And we were taking some like live courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which we were both uh, there on the live class with the professor. And that's when we got to talk a bit more. Yeah. But the best time was on LA and yeah. CT in 2016. Yeah. And there was this event and 
suddenly you came by me and it's like hi I'm Regan and I was like oh my god it's yeah, Regan right. <laughs> as I say way I feel I was like it's Erica like oh my gosh like in the flesh in the real you know because I see a picture of her and everything is so interesting when you see people in real life and they're like in yeah like real 3D in front of you or something you're like you're actually a real person like I don't know why that's so interesting and so like cool but yeah, it was, uh, we met in 2016, like in, in real life. And it was so cool. And she was just, Eric was so positive. And it was, it's, I think for me, it's kind of like a, a confirmation of the, of what you see online. And then when you get into real life, you're like, oh, it actually matches. Like this person wasn't just being like fake nice. They're like actually a really nice person and really caring. So um, yeah, that's like how I felt when I met you. And it was just like, yo, like, Erica's cool, like, you know, and, and, you know, just hearing, uh, when we were taking courses, so, like, hearing a lot about, you know, uh, her growing up in Mexico, her, her, um, you know, her working on this film, and, and the things that happened in the filming, and all this kind of stuff, and then just, you know, working as, as students, as we were trying to grow, and seeing her strengths, and seeing, you know, her creativity, and how, again, like, you know, um, I could feel the, the, um, how would you say it? The, the drive for building on the fundamentals. And even after the course, um, and, and hopefully we'll go in, cause I, I'm trying to like catch up with her as well on this podcast, but um, <laughs> seeing how, like, cause you work hard during the course or while people's eyes are on her, on you. But after the course, I was still seeing her, building on fundamentals like even when she when, when she was drawing skulls and I was like man she's really like really getting these things down stuff and, I, and like on the inside I'm like dang I need to be doing this I need to be drawing skulls I need to be like doing these studies like you know, like you know when you see people like doing the things you do you're like oh I need to do this too so it was just like really cool and, and like hearing about the opportunities she had with Disney and and everything like that and and I know this is just an intro. I want to get into all these things with her, but I just wanted to say like, um, yeah, that's how we met. Um, or that's how she says, well, that's how we met. I'm, I'm like, stuff, but I'm so excited right now. Um, but it's just so cool to be having you here on the podcast. Um, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff I want to bring up and, and I want to hear from you about, especially with the things that you're doing right now. I'm trying to save that for surprise for, for as we go on, all this really cool stuff that I'm so excited about um, with her. Um, but um, you guys know how I like to start out this podcast, how I always like to, to, um, for us to get to know Erica more. And I'm going to ask you, Erica, if you wouldn't mind just sharing um, however much you want, however, you know, this is your podcast, this is your episode. Um, about uh, how you grew up, your childhood, maybe things that inspired you. Um, you know, again, I said, you know, she grew up in Mexico and, and um, you know, so, you know, I always, you know, if there's anything away from me, I want to know more about, you know, how that was like, how your parents were, you know, just whatever you feel like sharing, you know. Um, I would love to know, like, how little Erica came to, you know, be, you know, super cool, awesome, kind, hardworking Erica, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, um, a childhood in Mexico, it's always surreal and you don't realize until you start to see how the world is outside mm. Mexico. Because you're just used to seeing things that are normal for you but then it's really weird for the rest of the world like mm. 
uh, you go to a dairy to a convenience store and you buy use and they give the you they give you the use in a bag right right interesting yeah so like uh, I don't know, like as a, as a Mexican, you're full with those little things that are weird for the world and it's just common for you. Right. But aside from that, I think that I had a kind of a weird childhood mm. because my dad is a magician. He's a professional magician. Why, Eric, I didn't even know this. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Okay. I'm a little <laughs> excited. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So my childhood, you would open a drawer and then a bunch of flowers would explode. I had a bunch of weird pets. Like for a while, I had lions. I think it was only two weeks, but I was a kid, so it felt wow. like months. Yeah. Uh, and the lions were part of the show for a, for a little bit. Wow. And I was used to be the girl that would go inside the box and the magician oh. would put the swords inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm getting like, like, I didn't even know. I could have been asking, how did that work? <laughs> like, you're like, well, I'm not allowed to say secrets. how things work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. So my childhood was filled with magic, but yeah. like it's magic from the backstage. Mm. So you know how the magic works. So you could say that it's not magic. Mm. But I, I wasn't disappointed. It was like quite the opposite. I was quite amazed about how you can make things that are impossible possible. Yeah. And uh, like at the same time, I would be watching movies like Jim Henson's Labyrinth. Right, and right. I love to watch the behind the scenes because yeah. I was like, oh, my God, those are the magicians that make the things go real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was uh, very... Uh, I just saw that with all, like how they would work together and bring things to life. And that was kind of the drive of what, I, what I'm doing. Like, I want to create like them. Maybe I don't want to do the same thing as my father does. Right. But I, I do want to be some kind of magician. And this is also where my mother is in the picture because she is a graphic designer and oh, she... Uh, gave me drawing classes like when I was two years old. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> so that I don't know, like that's a mix of magic and graphic design, I guess. Oh my! Like okay, like oh, I don't want to interrupt. This is so <laughs> like my imagination and like oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I'm sorry, this is such an interesting, oh, I, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like I can like have the whole podcast on your like upbringing, but man, wow, that's super cool. That's super interesting. Erica, I didn't even know. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Super cool. Okay, interesting. And so like you growing up, Okay, let me, yeah, I guess I'll come in and ask some stuff. You growing up with these parents, um, and and um, I guess I want to ask, like, when did, um, man, this, this uh, to me, my brain, I want to ask so many different things, but I'm going to try to keep it real simple. Um, how was it, um, like, you getting into art, you getting into creating, you getting into drawing? Um, um, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure your, your parents were encouraging um towards yeah cool okay nice like how yeah like I guess yeah I want to I basically I come to tell you if you can continue on as you you know 
grew up like how 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 was it um you know you starting to draw you starting to I don't know maybe I, I, were your friends how I guess there's so much I want to ask but um getting into your you know I guess junior high high school like how was life then um you know for you and, and everything and, and growing into you know you wanting to be able to or you you uh being this this behind the scenes artist that's creating this stuff that people are seeing you know how 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 was like you know uh teenage years and and all this kind of stuff if you can elaborate <laughs> it's up to you <laughs> yeah um well i think that the moment that i was like i want to do this for real like yeah. i want to pursue this i was uh junior high which mm. we call secondary school okay and I don't know, like, because I was drawing the whole time. I was always the art kid right, at school. Right. Like, whenever the assignment was, like, draw, whatever, everyone would turn around and look at me. And I was like, please don't look at me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it was in secondary school when I was like, yeah, I think this is it. And it's actually a bit funny because for a while I wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad, like, dad, I want to be a doctor. And he said... Well, if you want to study that, I'm only going to pay for your education if you become a plastic surgeon. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? What? I, I don't want to be a plastic surgeon. Because <laughs> he is like a TV man. He is a famous mm. public figure. And like that image right. is very important for him. Yeah. And I'm not like that. I'm like quite the opposite. Yeah, so I was like, that's the least thing I want to be. And I, and I was kind of silly. I didn't realize that there's a great uh, public school. The National University of Mexico is free. Mm-hmm. And I could have just gone there. Uh, but in my silly mind, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to be a doctor. <laughs> and then I was like, well, can I study animation? And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's cool. So it's like, weird. wow. Right. <laughs> That's so cool. Like yeah, the supporting dad didn't like doctors. Well, he I guess he likes them, but <laughs> that's so interesting because you know, usually like at least, you know, for most of the stories I hear, a lot of you know, say, oh, you know, son or daughter wants to become an artist, and everybody's like, Whoa, 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 I don't know about that. I don't know, because do, do they make enough money and all this, you know, all the mindsets of, of an artist. So it's like so interesting, you know, knowing what your, your, you know, your upbringing and everything and, and having your parents that um, were, you know, graphic designer, a mother that's graphic designer, father who's a magician and, um, you know, their mindsets or their, you know, them making a living um, doing these things. So they know that this is definitely possible, you know, so yeah. it's so, wow. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a, that's so good to hear. Like I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this podcast so far. It's really fun. <laughs> This is like really brightening my day up. This is really cool. Wow. And so you start going to school for animation or I'm guessing you're going to college for animation or going for art and things like that. Um, I think uh, I should speak about a little bit about high school because okay. I wanted to go to this university called Tecne Monterrey, like yeah. Monterrey's Technology Institute. Yeah. And it, it's a big school it's an expensive school mm. like it's a like it's like a culture about that school like it's so oh, wow. important yeah. in mexico 
Uh, it's constantly fighting for best school in Mexico against wow. the national university. Okay, gotcha. So um, our ob objective was getting first on high school there, so then I could uh, study my degree right. easier. But it was an expensive school, and I couldn't mm. just, like... like uh, my father does a nice living as a magician, but that school is quite expensive. So right, it wasn't right, so right, easy. Right, right. <laughs> right. So it was a process of getting scholarships and yeah. like it seemed impossible for a while. Like I was doing all the admission tests and everything, Ooh. but uh, um, my mom and I were like, nah, I think this is not going to happen. And then mm -hmm. somehow um, the universe, God, or someone decided that I had to go there right. and things worked. <laughs> That's great. You're like, yo, we're in, let's go. So yeah. Cool. And in there, uh, they have a big theater group mm. and inside the theater group, there's, uh, a team for art, which is the people that do like the props, uh, the backgrounds and yeah. anything are related for the theater company there. And there I found a brilliant mentor. Nice. Uh, her name is Sandra. She mm. was the director of that art team. And she kind of saw something about me. Yeah. Uh, because I wanted to get into her drawing class, but I, I didn't know how things worked. So I was too late for being officially on the role. I but see. then she was like, no, just come in. Like, that's all right. Nice, nice, nice. So I was there with my boyfriend at a time. And we were both like, just like, little kids painting doing our own thing right. feeling very serious about it yeah and she could see that and then there was um uh, in the theater they were presenting Jekyll and Hyde the <laughs> musical which is brilliant I love it right right, right, right. a lot of the characters have tattoos on them so oh, uh the art team was yeah. in charge of painting those <laughs> tattoos so cool. each time and I think that one day they needed people. Mm -hmm. uh, so she just took us up to the theater and uh, sent us to the, um, uh, I don't know how they're called, like these rooms where the actors prepare before going to stage. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I would makeup room. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like the makeup room. I just say that. <laughs> I and I was like, still like this little scared girl. And you see all of this half right. naked actors, all super extroverted. And it's like, oh, so you're going to paint my tattoos. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and so I did. And I was in that theater group for the whole time I was in that school, like seven and a half years, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was a great way to learn more art, to learn color, because we were working with paints and mm -hmm. like you just have to make things work or understand things where you have to put detail and where not. Because when you're working with theater props, people are going to see it from very far away. Right, exactly. So if you want to make um, the... Uh, like a texture of wood it has to be like big like a bit exaggerated right. and it doesn't make sense to um, lose time with details that are gonna get lost if it's far away right 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 so that kind of gave me like really hands-on experience with mm. material which then translated to what I do more now which is digital painting yeah and a lot of that was before I even got into college right like wow. right into studying animation 
like even in college, I was still doing that, but I got to do like a big bigger role, like not only doing art, but being in charge of projects, mm-hmm. which involved making budgets and finding uh, places where to buy materials, yeah. oh uh, being God. in charge of the whole team, like this uh, teenagers, young adults that sometimes would be reliable and sometimes not. Right. That's and so, it was great. That's so cool. Like, I think I was hearing, I think, because I think that was some of the stuff that I was hearing about you a, a while ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, she's had all of these, like, and, and now hearing more about it, like, all these experiences, all of these, these um, great, strong experiences and dealing with people and you're p- get, having yourself being put in positions of not just learning, but then also responsibility. Like, oh my gosh, like that is so cool. And it's all has to do for the most part, visual arts, visual storytelling. Um, yep. Man, man. Oh man. I, I, I love how, why like you're, um, and that's what I thought was so interesting about you, um, like how wide your experiences have been. Like, you know, I think it's just so beautiful because I feel like so many times, you know, we're, we're taught or people are taught, you know, concentrate on this one thing. And I, I don't I think that's actually it's good in certain areas, um, especially if that fits you, you know, but I love all these different experiences and I love how they're like rewrapping. And it sounds like, cause I, I want to talk about the future stuff and stuff that you're doing now and all this kind of stuff, but that things are rewrapping around um, into even what you do today. Like you, you just, you just talked about it when you were talking about your detail paintings and, you know, I can't wait to bring up the tutorials and talk about the, like the <laughs> materials that you're, you're making and Mr. Cool, Mr. Michael, uh, <laughs> want to know and hear about this cool, cool person too. <laughs> so man, like, oh, but, um, just, to um, man, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with your, your, uh, any other experiences? Um, well, I do want to um, take this point that you were saying, like how you are taught about focusing on one thing. Yeah. I feel like that might be, I don't know if an American thing or, yeah, right. I don't know, like, but like for my country, which is not a first world country, mm. um, we don't have as many resources as you would as an American, right. uh, like anything like a studio, an animation studio doesn't have as many resources. Just right. So we are used to making more, like, because we don't have all that. Right. We, we have somehow to improvise or to uh, have a broad uh, understanding of things and skills. Yeah. So maybe that's related um, mm-hmm. why I like life has pushed me into different areas to have experience in and why I haven't focused so much on one thing. Mm -hmm. And it could also be that I get bored too easily and I just jump between things. I love it. I love it. I, and I feel like, uh, like to me, for me as an artist or for me as, as, you know, uh, I don't want to make this about me, but I I guess I'm a part of the podcast too. I'm part of of this. So you are um, the podcast. Right. (laughs) You're hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> but like, and something that I like to teach and, 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 um, what I practice myself is like, I just love learning and I love, um, 
I love hearing and knowing about so many different parts about, I mean, just life in general, but, but about shoot everything like that, like <laughs> I'm learning about cooks and I love the cook and everything like that. But like seeing all these, you know, um, and, you know, we're talking about production and when you're starting your own, you know, company, um, I love that I get to have my hands in all these different parts, you know, thinking about budgets, thinking about, you know, uh, I, I call it the R&D department, like ways that I can make things more efficient or different programs mm. or figuring out new things, you know, um, you know, oh, like I haven't dabbled in this. Let me learn this. Or there's coding and there's this. And, you know, not to say that I have to be a master at it, but I just I love kind of under getting an understanding or seeing um, the 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 cool things about it. I love that, you know, um, I don't just have to do this one thing where it's like, I just draw, you know, comics. I love that I get to explore. And that's what I'm hearing out of you. Just like the awesome experience and the exploration and how that has like molded. I think for me, it molds a, a person that is 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 able to hear more from people and 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 maybe even be more empathetic with people because we we ourselves are opening ourselves up to to learning or or you know um doing something that we may not quite know but like to to bring the family together or to bring the production together or to bring this thing together we'll go to 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 explore and learn and have fun and 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 you know, and um, all these different things. It's, you know, and I love how you bring it up. Just, uh, um, you know, you may not have all the resources, um, you know, per se, like we have specific people to do this, specific people to do that. Um, But I believe it, to me, it brings a raw, like this raw goodness in whatever is being created. Um, um, And I don't know. I'm trying to explain something I think that's bigger than I can kind of conceive, but I see the similarity and in, in what you're doing and how you've grown up. And I, it just feels good to not feel alone in that kind of mindset. So I thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for your <laughs> life. You know what I mean? So oh you're so God. sweet. <laughs> I just think it's beautiful. And I, I like to, I would like to see more productions or I would like to see more of that kind of mindset being told to the youth or being told to people um that you don't have to like per se fit in this certain box and be a master of this box you know yeah. but you know you can learn different things and at the same time too you're not alone that's what the whole collaboration and, and the beauty and collabing and having friends or having this small team that you guys are you know um all in it together you know um, and you're, you have each other's backs and you, you, you know, like I love that kind of stuff, that kind of camaraderie and, and stuff like that, you know, um, cause I feel like it just stretches us to be, uh, stronger and, and, and be more empathetic and, 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 uh, be more humble, you know, um, when it comes to just life in general, you know, so, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh man, it's, Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you so much, Erica. Because I, no, I think no, thank you. It's super crucial, super, super awesome. Yeah, um, I I would also like to add that limitation is usually thought of something limited. Yeah. Like, so something negative. Sorry. Right, 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 right. And 
limitation can actually be quite good or great mm. things can come from limitations. Yeah. Uh, like again, like uh, Mexicans, we grow up thinking like, oh, they have everything in the States and mm. we don't. And it can be a bit like self-deprecating, like, oh, we're so sad, we'll never be as good. Mm -hmm. But those who get to work get things done regardless if you don't have everything. Right. And I, I also know that, like, this is quite general. Like, I know that not everyone in the U.S. have everything. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, we tend to be problem solvers. And yes. we have a high tolerance for things not working. Because mm -hmm. we're used that everything's broken, so you gotta work with what you have. Right, right. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, man. I'm like, preach to us. Come on, <laughs> come on, Erica. This is so good. <laughs> oh, this is so good because I think it's so freeing. And, and I, oh man, like whenever you wanna, you have an idea, just say it. Just say it because this is freeing <laughs> for people. I feel like especially um, people are, we're, you know, become so limited, saying, "I need this. I need." all of these certain things yeah. to be something or I need, you know, all these likes or all this, whatever it is, or if I can work in this studio or if this yeah. person could just approve or if I could just, you know, like go to a specific art school. That's also like such a big thing. If I right. don't go to this or that one, like I'm not going to have a chance. Right. I know great people who went to the smallest schools yeah. in a tiny state in Mexico and their work is mind blowing because right. it's not about the school. Yeah. It's about their own work it's about their own resourcefulness yeah. and the story that they have to tell that that's uh, a person in the smallest state in the least exciting city in right, mexico right, right. uh has a brilliant story or has a great perspective that this uh kid who went to ringling or one of those flashy right, schools right. will not be able to offer yeah oh and it's so beautiful too it's just like I love it because it's like, look, anybody can, I don't want to say make it, but any, we all have the ability to have great lives. Let's just say it like that. Um, and it's like looking at what's right in front of you, you know, um, like, dang, I don't want, let me not open up, but let, I'll open up a little bit. I mean, like where I'm at right now, yes. I'm staying with my aunt, you know, and I'm so thankful for this, you know. I'm thankful for the, you know, the, what I have in front of me, the, the day job that I have and just like wanting to, um, to, to embrace it more and, and be happy about what's happening right here. Be very glad about the people that I know. And I'm like realizing, like, especially doing this podcast, I'm like, dude, I know a lot of dope people, a lot of kind people, a lot of strong people, like, as far as like, oh, like this kind of mindset of like, if I could just know this person, I'm like, I already know dope people. Are we already, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, and, and it's like, there's greatness right here. You know, there's greatness right in yeah. the pencil and paper that I have in front of me. Um, you know, um, whatever resource that is. And, and um, yeah, just trying to embrace it, you know? And yeah, so I'll just keep it at that because I'll probably just keep going, but <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh erica thank you so much for bringing that up um yeah so um i guess i'll move along i got a couple of things i want to sure want to talk about ask about all this kind of stuff i'm trying to think of where should i go next uh let's go to <laughs> like where should i go where should i go uh let's see well let's just do this 
So Erica, what are you currently doing? What are your, your um, I don't know, either current goals or what you're working on today? Um, um, you know, anything you want to <laughs> elaborate? And then I'll probably just open up all the other stuff I want to ask. When I Sounds all right. <laughs> right. So it's a bit of a transition time right now for me because mm. I was living in Mexico right. and then suddenly I'm in New Zealand, Yeah, uh, which is, of course, a story I can unpack. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I, I was in Mexico, um, like building my freelance career, like yeah. trying to get more clients, trying to get my name out there more, my art more yeah. known. I'm currently an illustrator, which mm -hmm. is pretty broad as well, because I done comics, I do um, editorial stuff or printing, yeah. I do assets for animations. Nice. So it's like it's a bit all over the place. Like my goal was just to have the most decent living I could as right. an artist like I just want to um, earn money drawing like yeah. that's my goal right um, but at the same time uh, while being in Mexico my husband was living in Australia which is mm. not ideal when you are married <laughs> right <laughs> and we were having problems uh, with visas because yeah. the world doesn't like Mexicans it seems <laughs> And uh, it was a bit hard to get a visa for Australia, even though we were married. My husband is a New Zealander, but he was living there. Right. And so we were trying to figure out what to do with our lives. In that moment, Canada was um, a big thing. Yeah. Uh, he had a job offer for MPC. Well, the, like this conglomerate of uh, studios. Nice. Uh, but there was still not a date on when to go. Yeah. And I was applying for the express entry program for Canada, which is actually nice to Mexicans and yeah. having a degree was easy. So we were waiting on that. And then everyone knows the pandemic happened. Ah. <laughs> so it threw all the plans. Right. Aye, well, aye, that aye. and yeah. having some rejections by Australia because the Australian government even denied me a tourist visa. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Crazy. Like not even <laughs> going to spend my money there. They won't. Wow. So like we said bye to Australia and then the pandemic made us say bye to Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, when the pandemic happened, we were actually here in New Zealand and we were visiting uh, his family. Uh, yeah. One of uh, his sisters was getting married. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't go back to Mexico. My flight uh, was oversold. I don't know if that's uh, the right term. Yeah. But yeah, I was left without a seat and they just said like, sorry, we could do anything. And, I, and my husband actually left. His flight was before mine. Yeah. Um, I was like, here's like stranded. That's so weird. Knowing what to do. I was terrified. It was honestly such an awful time. I've never felt so vulnerable and small mm. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I... I didn't have a, enough money to be like, well, I'll just buy a new ticket for right. tomorrow. <laughs> and, or, or I, I, I have some savings, but I wasn't going to just throw everything yeah. there. Exactly. Uh, but fortunately, uh, Michael's family, my husband's family, yeah. uh, opened the doors to me and they 
So awesome. So awesome. Yes, yes. It's so good. Which was life saving. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. And that just fast tracked our plans to live together. And nice. he's back now to New Zealand. Now I have a New Zealand visa. Okay, New Zealand nice. is yeah. brilliant. Right. Uh, I applied for the a partner visa. Mm -hmm. And they say like, it's going to be a seven month wait. And I was like, fine, like it is what it is. And yeah, then yeah, within yeah. a week, it got approved. That's so interesting. <laughs> I, I, I could not believe it. It's Whoa. just great. After struggling for two years, yeah. I come to New Zealand and like, they're like, here's your visa. He's been doing like that though sometimes. That's so interesting. Oh my God. Yeah. So now I'm like still working for Mexican clients. Yeah. I'm also teaching. I teach for a university in Mexico City. Hey, so awesome. Um, Super awesome. <laughs> yeah, but, but I gotta make this switch to New Zealand. I see. Because I, I love my Mexican clients. I love teaching. But um, the wages in Mexico oh, are yeah, right. kind of low compared yeah. to the cost of life here. Right, right. So, uh, like, I, yeah, like I love, I would love to continue with um, most of my clients. Yeah. But I also need to eat. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Wow. Ooh, that's so cool. That's so interesting, man. Um, Shoot. Okay, cool. Like I said, I'll start adding, asking questions now. <laughs> start, yes, go for it. But uh, so Mr. Cool Michael, um, which like. Uh, I don't know. I one. Let's just say one. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. People should know if you guys listen to podcasts, know how much I, uh, what I, what I think, what I, I, I want to say this in the, the best way. I think marriage is so great. I think this like teamship, like that's something that I myself um, aspire to have, like a team with a awesome young lady and we work together and and you know just have a great friendship relationship relationship okay look at me i'm getting all flustered but so i want to say like i think it's so awesome like um what you and michael have and i don't like again i've never i may have spoken to michael like again i probably met him and i didn't know i met him but you know back in the day but um um it's uh, it's such a blessing to hear hear what where you guys are at now together and how things have come together and and you you know and him his family and everything like you know i feel like i don't know i'm like a, a lovey-dovey kind of guy i'm like yo this is cool I, <laughs> I love this you know what i mean i love seeing people come together and um you know um building building family or legacy or relationship or you know and, and just greatness using their powers together so um that was one thing that I saw you guys. And I didn't even know what's crazy. It's like, I didn't know any of this was even going on. So <laughs> like I'm learning with you guys, but um, I see that you guys have um, small, small, I was about to mess it up, small robot studios. Um, yes. This kind of, I, I don't know much about it, but it seems like this cool collaborative um, studio or company that you guys have and, and um, saw all the content on, on you guys' YouTube, and I'm like, oh, look at these killers right here. What the heck? Like, you know, seeing, um, you know, Michael, especially with like a lot of the 3D, like, is like to me, I think it's so dope because you guys are from a 2D and 3D, like the content that you guys are creating, the, um, um, 
the information that you guys are giving out and you guys seem so kind and, and just positive and everything like that. Also too, I am going to join you guys' Patreon because uh, I just oh. learned about that. So after this That's podcast, so you'll see a little, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see me join it. So um, Thank you, Reggie. It means a lot to us. So looking to support what you guys are doing um, and you guys are creating some of the strong work. But since I don't know too much and, and all the, everything that's going on, I want you to um, share with us, if you can, about what you guys are putting together, what, what this is all about, you know? Yeah. Um, Michael started a small robot studio. I'm not sure when, maybe like 2015, somewhere yeah. like that. Because um, we, we met first uh, in a painting course, but mm-hmm. then he went more towards CG, 3D right. art. Nice. And he started to learn uh, Renderman, I believe. Yeah, or like yeah I see a lot of that. Like everything 3D, because he knew nothing. When right. I met him, he knew only how to paint, but he knew nothing about 3D software like Maya, Nuke, or anything. Right. And it all started because there was this very difficult thing that he was trying to do and he couldn't figure it out. He couldn't find anything online. And he saw that there were a lot of people struggling. Yeah. And when he finally figured it out, he was like, well, I should better make a tutorial about it. And he had no experience as a a YouTube content creator or anything. He just did a tutorial, posted it, and suddenly he got a bunch of views. Right. And he was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, I guess this is an opportunity. Right. And he kept doing um, a lot of uh, just overall CG yeah. uh, general things, tutorials. And then Renderman was released uh, for the public for free. Yes, right. Super huge. And <laughs> again, he saw an opportunity. Yeah. So he started to do. Uh, this tutorials about Renderman, like even the simplest things, which mm-hmm. sometimes may not be like very glamorous, but there's tons of people that don't know how to open a file. Right, right. And there was no one else doing that. So he kind of became the Renderman guy. Yeah, and that's so cool. Pixar noticed. Yeah. Uh, Pixar started to email him and they were uh, happy about that. They... Yeah. Uh, include him in the official Renderman yeah. site as really? part of the training because there was nothing out there. Yes, this is so awesome. Oh my God. He got a box of Pixar goodies, like <laughs> toys and those teapots, like special edition teapots. Right, right, right. That was great. So he, he did all the work building that yeah. channel, which is now almost 10K. We are about to yeah, shoot 10K. Just about, yeah. And one like now that we are together yeah uh when he finally got to new zealand when he goes through quarantine and everything that he was doing i started teaching for online for this university called escuela escena in Mm. mexico city yeah and he was like you your content's good like you've got experience teaching um like one-to-one like with people Right. Uh, he kept telling me like what I do is I don't know like how the other person is doing but I think that what you're doing is great so yeah. why don't you join in to the channel and yes. bring in what you can teach and I was like <laughs> okay right and I started with I recorded two videos and I was like well like let him see what he yeah. thinks if I don't suck <laughs> and he, he thought the videos were good so yeah. I joined and we made 
um, like a relaunch of the channel because at the time he wasn't so consistent with the channel. Sometimes he would post, he would forget mm-hmm. about it for a while right. and then start posting again. So we thought like, well, here's an opportunity um, which can be a business, which can help other people, which we right. can grow because yeah. once we have a bigger audience here, we can make other courses that can be sold. Right, yes. Give this free stuff that it's quite valuable because a lot of our, our education has been like that. Yeah. Um, I went to college, um, but Michael didn't. So everything he has learned was on his own right so he quite values everything that's out there yeah and even though i went to college um it was uh, such a general view of animation like we saw cg we saw this 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 and then when i wanted to do something specifically i had to keep studying on my own yeah exactly yeah so yeah there's it's just a great time to be alive because there's so much stuff out yes, there. Yes, yes. If you really want to learn something, it's going to cost you way less than it would <laughs> 50 years ago. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, this is yeah. so... Man, okay, yeah, because... Um, oh, man, there's so like so many things like... like oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think how I want to talk about this. Where both of you guys like how you guys grew into the knowledge that you have, you having more of a school background, him having more of a online and, 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 and getting information, you know, background um, and how you guys now are both working together. One thing that I think is really cool. Let me just bring this up. This is just a, this is just off the back. Just me, like him seeing, you know, like, yo, like Erica, like, you're a killer teacher. Like you're, you're really good at explaining things and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and having this, um, seeing how good you guys can work as a team, you know, again, I'm not married. I'm, I'm, I don't have a relationship, but I love how, you know, just seeing how awesome you got, you, you guys probably see the goodness in each other and see how it can be a beautiful thing for others, even working together. You know what I mean? Um, so I think like, I, I just feel like as people, like one that's humbling to see goodness, even because, you know, some relationships, I hear a lot of negative stuff, you know? So, you know, and I'm not saying that every relationship is is, is uh, uh, perfect or anything, but to see you guys coming together to to build some great stuff and build great content and that it, it from what it sounds and what I what it sounds and what I've actually witnessed is that you guys actually care about people. You, you, you can tell by the content that you're creating. You can tell by how you're like, you know, I'm looking at your tutorials and just looking at how, how you want to simply, how you're making the information simple and you're explaining and you're showing it in such a simple way that is, it is very easy to understand and you can see yourself doing it and you're doing it while you're doing it, you know? So, you know, the, um, you know, um, and I love this whole 2D and 3D thing going on. I just love like how you guys are like, yo, we can do this. Like, we, you know, there, you know, uh, man, there's so many different things. Again, it's not just boxed in. It's not just, okay, this is only doing this one thing, but actually it could be, it could be that. And that one thing is that you guys want to make great things for people you guys want you care about people and that is the one thing it's not 3d it's 2d we only do matte paintings it's like no we we care about people and we're building the best um 
stuff for people to be accessible all around the world. Um, and I just think that's super dope. I think that's super strong. Um, because uh, it's it's rare. <laughs> like it, it feels <laughs> like it's kind of rare, you know, to kind of see this. And I think it's this, I believe you guys are going to just grow more and more. Like to see that your channel is just about 10K. Um, I'm like, yo, these, these kids are killing it out here. They're out here doing this, you know. So um, it just shows to the the hard work for both of you guys, for Michael too, and starting the channel, um, for you and everything that you've gone through and, and how you've grown as an artist and the jobs and, you know, working for clients and how you're bringing all that, you know, to, to us on this channel. I just think it's like very strong, very cool. And I'm praying that you guys continue to blow up, continue to, you know, be what you guys need to be. And uh, like, it's just, it's just, it's cool. It's so cool to, in this, to hear this story. It's just, I don't know, this is blessing my heart. So <laughs> it's just like hearing all this goodness is, is really good. So, oh man, um, dang, uh, let's see. Okay, so I know I want to get this and I want to make sure we are good on time. I don't want to go too long. I know you're a busy, busy, hardworking <laughs> Erica. I got all these things to do, you know. Um, it's Monday too. It's like, oh, we got work, but um Yeah, it's I'm, all good. <laughs> I made a day for to talk to you. Yeah, um and so I'm I'm so grateful that you're able to talk to, to me uh, at this day and everything like that. So cool. And it was so quick that I asked and you were just like, yeah, cool. I was like, oh, really? Okay, cool. Like, let's, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Why would I say no? You, oh, I don't know. It's just a case. Like, I don't person know. I know. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm always like, oh, God, like, Rich is so cool. Like, I feel oh. like a mom trying to say cool things when I talk to you. Like, like I'm probably super awkward. <laughs> No, you're super cool. Like, what are you talking about? It's so nice. So grateful, man. Uh, keeping my heart up. <laughs> you guys are helping <laughs> me out here. But, uh, man, okay, cool. Like, so one thing I want to talk about, too, one of your projects that I didn't even know about this either. Kitty Lemon? Kitty Limon. Kitty Lemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if you pronounce it in Spanish, it would be Kitty Limon, but it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. Right, right. Kitty Limon. Um, I like just ran across this like a little bit before, like I want to say like a month, two months ago. And I'm like, oh. how come I didn't? Because I think I saw a post where you posted it or something like that. But basically, I didn't know about it. And I didn't know that um, it, basically Kitty Lemon is this, I should have you say it, but I'll just say, I'll say it and you can tell us more. But these nice short comic pieces that seem to be about Erica's life. Uh, and, um, and this funny, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, hopefully I'm not explaining it in the wrong way, but let's just say like, they're cute, they're funny. And I feel like they're so smart. Like, I don't oh. know, like in four like slides, you bring this whole idea together and they're hilarious and they like feel like like down to earth life stuff that you go through like or even like like there was the one where you uh it was about like something that happened like you either were dreaming or the character was was dreaming about something that happened like a long time ago of like failing a class or like missing a class and like it was just like waking up like dang like i still am thinking about this thing from a long time ago like this thing is still like kind of plaguing me and it like to me that hit me hard because like uh. I still go I still do that so much where I've carried so much of 
like uh, say uh, things where I don't want to call them failures, but just things that maybe didn't go the best way or or at least to my head or something like that. Or, you know, and I just over and over and I'm like, dude, that happened like 10 years ago. That happened like five years ago. That happened like, you know, and I'm still playing it. And it was just so cool to like see that. And I'm like, wait, I'm not the only one. (laughs) You know, but um, if you can, can you tell us about this project? Tell us about how that came to be or or what it is or whatever you feel like sharing. Yes, of course. Um, Well, I grew up reading comics. The the ones that I read the most were Garfield and Mafalda, which is like a Mm. Latin American one, super famous. It's uh, author Kino recently passed away, which was really sad for Mm. all Latin Americans or Spanish speakers who were acquainted with this comic. Yeah. But it's comic strips and... I don't know, I just like the goodness of having a small story or something funny. Like, uh, I don't know, I'm always a dumb person telling silly jokes all the time. (laughs) Like, that's my defense mechanism. (laughs) Like, even in war situations, I'm like, like, ah, ha, (laughs) So, like, I kind of like had that need of making comics and yeah. also like my professional life has uh steered me towards comics yeah uh when I was finishing school like on the very last semesters there was a new professor who is now in charge of the whole animation degree in that school mm-hmm. uh, Glenn Miller it's his name and he is the editor of a publisher of a comic publisher and he kind of like pushed me into working with them (laughs) first uh, through a contest that they were holding about writing a small story and I didn't know how to write stories but I know I knew how to write essays so I was like well you gotta have an introduction a development and an ending (laughs) (laughs) that was all I knew and that I mean work and then he was like, when we, we meet the other editors, I want you to show them your sketchbook. And mm. I was like, oh, okay. And they were like, oh, so you can draw. So what about you also draw the story that you wrote? Yeah. Which was a three-page comic um, alone, like part of the universe of their own comics. Okay. So I was like, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> and like little by little, they started to give me more more work and hire me, of course, like coloring and until wow. they gave me like a whole title, uh, which <laughs> I illustrated. And now uh, I've been working on three titles with them. Oh, wow. Wow. Erica, you're working out here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of gave me experience with comics. Like, I, I like comics, but I'm not passionate. Like, I hear yeah. other artists, like, being like, oh, like, and I read this and this and this. And right, I'm right, always right. buying. And I, and I know all of this independent right. authors. Like, I don't know that much. Yeah. Just life has pushed me towards comic. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't have that same passion, but yeah. it's just always being there. Yeah, Erica, real quick, that I feel like I want you to continue. I feel like that's the same thing with me. Like, I'm not like per se like this. Like, I do a lot of comics, but I'm not a fan of comics. Not Mm -hmm. really. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there are some actually I have some sitting right here, so it's kind of hard to say. But like I like it's like, you know, um, I don't know. It was kind of like this was the only means that I had to tell story. Right. I'm only one person. And it was like I can make the image. I can say what's going on and like this is the power that I have in making a 
a story. Like, this is it. This, you know, so I love how you, you bring that up. Cause sometimes I would feel bad that I wasn't like knew all these comic artists and these writers and you know, all this stuff. I knew things that I enjoyed, but I didn't know all this other stuff. And then I'm like, wait, am I, should I be a comic artist? Cause I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, all this, yeah, you know? I, I do feel <laughs> that like, like, uh, imposter syndrome, I guess. Yeah. 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 You're, you're not like other people, like, I don't know if, or it feels like I'm not worthy. Like they are putting the job on knowing and reading a lot. Yeah. And it kind of, it's also like why I'm more into the side of comic strips, because when I read comics, unless they like really capture me, right. they lose my attention really fast. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they're bad. It's just like, I don't know, like I get distracted easily, right, right, I right. guess. Uh, <laughs> so I would be reading like, full comic pages like graphic novels more like yeah and i um i was more like looking at the pictures and i yeah. stopped reading the dialogues because i got bored and then i kept flipping over and i didn't understand the story because i wasn't reading dialogues <laughs> and then i got frustrated and like most of my young life i wouldn't read graphic novels because of that yeah so yeah. i was more like comic strips like comic strips don't require that much um reading words I guess not that I have anything about reading words (laughs) but it was more visual and that's also like what I like the most about comics when they lean more into the visuals yes and stop depending on the words same here yeah so yeah I I started doing Kitty Limon um I don't know when was this I, I, like the idea started to brew the first time that I left Mexico. I le- I lived in Florida for a year. Right. Uh, but it was, I think, yeah, it was when I left Florida, when I had time again to work mm-hmm. doing my own, when I started to do these comic strips. But um, I think there's like 50 comic strips out there published yeah. Yeah. on Instagram and Webtoons. Yeah. But also like life caught up to me and I had to stop for a while mm-hmm. uh, between having a lot of work and depression for being not living with my husband mm-hmm. at, at least those are the excuses that I give myself <laughs> no those are legitimate like it's tough it's huge oh gosh like okay I'm gonna let you keep going <laughs> yeah well I, I I don't think there's so much about it right now like I'm a bit embarrassed because the project is on pause and I haven't done anything new probably Mm -hmm. since a year i think Mm -hmm. like i have a a few ideas out there but i haven't put them into paper i might be a bit afraid to Mm -hmm. go back to that project because when i was doing it it was like super focused right two strips per week and (laughs) doing a bunch of things so i kind of burn out and right like i I don't have an excuse i guess i'm just afraid to go back to it Mm, but i mean still too like you're you're almost your 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 entire situation has changed you know um so you know like you know there's other things that are are are, um higher i guess on the list or you know stuff like that you know just me from the outside seeing seeing that um you know there's a there's and it's not that like the project is any less than it was or is or is doomed or is done or anything like that you know but like your life matters too you know you're 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 living, you know, you're, you're a breathing being, you know, and, um, True. um, it's important that you're getting the supplements or the things that you need for this season. You know what I mean? So that, you know, and who knows how much this may add into Kitty Lemon as you continue on or whenever that season comes 
on to do it or whatever. You know what I mean? So like, um, you know, uh, I don't want you to be too hard on yourself. You're, you're out here killing it. You're out here doing it. Oh, oh no. thank you, Reggie. You're good. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. And, um, dang, I want to, um, I wanted to, cause you, you, I, I don't want this to go by. You talked about being in Florida. Yes. Can you, can, cause we, we skipped over this part. Can yes, you, we did. Cause I think this is another super awesome dope thing that you're doing out there can you share if you don't mind sharing with the the people what were you doing in florida <laughs> yeah of course well um i was in mexico after i graduated for a year i was working doing a bit of freelance uh, a bit of comic stuff that they were training me on but then i kind of got bored of living in mexico mm-hmm. so i applied to this um international program in disney world yeah uh, which is uh for the nations that are represented in the epcot park Mm. they have the world showcase and they have 11 countries so they bring in people from each country right okay norway italy france mexico so i was like well i'm gonna give this a try it's a very long process to apply and right now it's not even working because of the pandemic right 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 uh, back then, like I applied, and after six months, they called me for an interview. And after <laughs> four months, they were like, "Yep, like you, you were accepted, and you're coming in another six months." I was like, "Oh, this is weird, but okay." <laughs> but it did give me time to prepare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think when I met you in person, it was I was like three months from going from yeah. moving something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was about so to excited. happen. Yeah, I remember being like, "Oh my god." It's like going all crazy over here. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I was really excited because the Mexican culture is very family-like. Yeah. And families try to stay together as much as possible. So you don't leave your parents until you marry or until... Right. I don't know, like you need a good excuse. Like it can even be uh, an offense if you leave just because you want to. Right, 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 right. And I like, I wanted to go, like, I love my parents, but I was like ready to look yeah. at the world, to not be protected by them, to look after myself. Nice. So there was a great excuse to go without right, anyone being right, offended. Right. right. Come on down. <laughs> and I went um, to work there as a ride operator in mm-hmm. the Mexican pavilion. Yeah. So my job wasn't exciting. Like, honestly, it's just pushing buttons and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, organizing lines of people telling them where to sit yeah and trying to smile even though they are being <laughs> not very nice <laughs> right. but they were great people i did meet some brilliant people there uh yeah. there's a family in sarasota who were the sweetest people to me who oh, wow. uh, would um, visit me constantly and they mm-hmm. even invited me to their home in sarasota nice. i just had such a great time with them and we are yeah. friends and we are um in context still the kids sometimes call me through messenger and it's That's like cool. such a nice <laughs> feeling to have them to have right yeah so people cool. like that it would would have never happened if i didn't work there right wow, wow. yeah so it was, it was also like such a weird surreal life like living in disney world yeah like, That's... with other people that also work there yeah and oh. everyone is like, oh, the magic. And yeah, like, well, there's all sorts of people. I was more like the bitter 
people who are like, oh, I don't like ghosts, but I need to smile. <laughs> right. Others are like, magic princess, I sing in the bus. Right, right, right. That's interesting. Oh my gosh. I just think like that's so cool to, one, the experience, you know, um, being able to leave Mexico and, and go over to to uh, Florida, like that's such a huge like jump, you know, um, and how all that went through being with Disney, Disney World, seeing how that all is, because I mean, I've never been to Disney World. One day I want to go, I want to check that out. But I just know the level of like, um, and I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe the level of quality isn't as good as I thought, but like the kind of mindsets or the level of, um, you know, how, how work goes, how, you know, how they want to treat their customers, how, you know, and yeah. how just meeting all these different people and like just whole, like, and it seems like, you know, kind of like seeing different people from different cultures and things like that. Um, I don't know. I just think that's like super cool. It's super, um, that can, that, that just plays into who you are and like, kind of like broadens the opportunities that, can come your way or you can see yourself working or being a help in and stuff like that. You know, like, I just think that's super awesome, you know? Um, yeah. And it was cool to be inside Disney because the first time that I went to Disney world, I was like 18 years old and I was mm. amazed by how uh, perfect things looked. Yeah. I like the level of detail that was out there and like, again, going back to my childhood where I would see the behind the scenes of magic right. and of movies, uh, I was like, I want to see what's behind the scenes of Disney. Right. So like, since I was 18, I was like, I want to work here. I want to work here. I want to work yeah. here. And I made my way there and it was really cool. Um, like both things, like uh, knowing the things that were like actually like close to perfection to say right. it in one way okay. and the things which weren't that way great like also like when you are when you go to Disney as a guest like you're surrounded with the magic and everything yeah. is like about you and your experience uh, but when you are on the other side it it can become not so happy mm. because it's not about you it becomes about someone else right. but it's like I don't know like this control over the experience because like uh our managers would always tell us that the real Disney was made out of the cast members like the the people relating to the guests yeah like you can have uh the big figures I don't know like Bob Iger but the real Disney is the cast members the, I see I see the ones that are out there right interesting yeah and i don't know it was brilliant but at the same time it was um i don't know, i don't i couldn't feel complete there mm. because i wasn't doing creative work because my whole life had been yeah. creative since i was a child yeah and there it was a script right there wow, i wow. i was given out every situation that i could be in yeah, uh, and how to fill in the blanks with the Disney way. Ah, and ah. I was pushing buttons, and I started to feel this lack of creation. Mm. So that's why I started to do as many studies as I could, like yeah, uh, the ones that you mentioned that I would post online. Yeah, I would take a tiny sketchbook and yeah. like a I I made 
like the smallest uh, backpack I could to take like just the essentials of art and go wherever I could in Orlando. I took uh, so many buses because mm. I didn't want to spend in more expensive transportation, which yeah. was great because a lot of the, those savings uh, now are giving us, my, me and my husband, the opportunity to be cool. here in New Zealand. Holy, didn't even think about that. That's super cool. Yeah. But yeah, I would sketch people on the buses. Not so much that one because then they would talk to me and I, I'm not such a talkative person unless I know someone, unless I'm like, I'm in conscience. Like, right. <laughs> and I would sketch places. Like I would try to sit down somewhere with a cool view and try yeah. to put down on, on the paper that with ink in black and white. Yeah. And it was actually pretty great. And I don't know, I met people doing that. Cool. Um, I st- Sometimes when I had a chance to do it at work, yeah, uh, it didn't have to be, when I wasn't in a safety position where I had to be like checking the ride, watching out for weird noises. Right, right, like, right. When I was like just standing, d- doing, I don't know, waving at people. Right, right. <laughs> I would take uh, my sketchbook and sketch Disney World. Nice. And uh, at first I was trying to hide it from my managers because yeah. I didn't know if that was allowed. Right. And when they saw it, they were so happy about it. They That's were super cool. Surprised. They were, I don't know, like I received so much support from them. Yeah, cool. I met their, like my managers there were so brilliant. Mm. Uh, just the, like, they being um working with mexicans for a while yeah. they understood how uh the family works for us and how uh, we kind of need as mexicans a family so yeah. they tried to be that and they encouraged me to do it whenever it was allowed to whenever it wasn't like safety or anything like that involved as, yeah. as long as i was doing my job as a yeah. priority they didn't care what i was doing That's super cool and I would also do it on my breaks. Sometimes yeah. it was 15 minute breaks, but I was like, no, I need to do something. Right, right, Even right. if it's three strokes on the page, I need to do it. Yeah. And that was great that they saw me doing that because later uh, there were some competitions inside Epcot for cast members mm. for creating like a Christmas crown or there's the Festival of the Arts. Yeah, uh, which happens uh, at the beginning of the year, I think February or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. They have like the blank canvas competition, like do something cool with this, and then it's gonna be on the walls of the um, uh, for cast members. And yeah, the, like yeah, like all of those places that you don't see as a guest. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and my managers were like, "Well, you are in charge of that." And they would take me out of the work rotation. Yeah. And just let me work in the office the amount of time that I wanted. Yeah, really. And it was great because I was paid by Disney to do art. That's so cool. Oh, okay. That that leads up to that. Oh, like what you told me before. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I have worked for Disney. But not officially on paper because my visa wouldn't let me do anything mm. about anything else. The visas in the U.S. are very specific. So that visa was working, representing Mexico. Oh, wow. So wow, wow, wow. any, and it's also like related to Disney. So I could yeah. only do two jobs 
which was merchandise or yeah. attractions, which was a ride. Yeah. But I wasn't trained to do merchandise. So really, I the only thing that my visa would allow me was working where I was working. And that was I it. see. Oh, wow. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty happy of what I did. Like I look at those characters because I did characters of cast members. I yeah. recreated their costumes <laughs> and cool. also like some ink paintings of the locations. Yeah. And I don't hate it. Like even though I did it a few years ago, it's like, oh, it's okay. You're like, yo, this is cool. This is good. This is good work. <laughs> that is such a good thing and it's such a good feeling. Oh man, that's such a cool thing. Um Dang, I, I but one, one, there's a couple of things. One thing that I love, um, I love in your story that, like, say for instance, because you know we hear somebody, oh, you're working, you're gonna go work for Disney, right? And so they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're gonna be, you know, working on the next Frozen, working on this kind of thing like that, you know, and how you were working at the actual park, um, and how, like, I want to say, like, some people, or like, say, like, maybe our artist community, be like, oh, like that's. That's, you know, that's not what I was thinking or that's not this. But again, like this goes all the way back to what you had started with. And I believe we all got to do this. Like you took a great opportunity and you were yourself and you were like, yo, like I want to create. I love creating. Um, I'm glad to see the behind the scenes of the magic behind Disney, you know, Um, and I know that in my heart. I'm a creative and I, and I want to create and you started to draw and you started to be you, even though you're, you say you're this introverted, like, Oh, like, you know, quite you, you started like, it was coming out of you, you know, wherever you were going. And you were like, again, like, I remember when you started putting out all this, like, you guys can look at her IG. She was putting out all these studies and all these, these, uh, you know, live painting, these drawings that she would go out and stuff. I was like, yo, this girl's adventuring. This girl's doing her thing, you know? Um, but how that started to pave a new road that probably wasn't even there. Like got you in yeah. the, in the, you know, creating art. Like they're like, you know, and I just love this whole, the family aspect of the Mexican culture and how like, dude, like we love what you're doing. We want to support you as a family to like, this is so be- dang man, tears probably about to come out of my eyes. Oh my God. This is like so beautiful. Cause we like, it's such a beautiful need, but because, you know, even you leaving your family to go and, and, and pursue those things in your heart, you know what I mean? Um, this like, it's so adventurous. It's like, to me, I mean, it's like, like I love adventure stories and like just to hear this young lady continue to go out on this adventure and go to Florida and, and go out like, oh man, like all these different things and go through the things that you went through and how it started to pave the, a new road that was not even there for you to then be able to draw and create on, on in the days here at, at Disney in the offices, creating work, creating paintings and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, because of these limitations, your work is not, cannot be like, you know, uh, legalized in the, in Disney or whatever, how, whatever, you know, stuff like that. But what's so cool is that like, it was all because of your heart. (laughs) This is such a dope story. It's like all because of your heart has, and has 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 pushed you all the way to where you're at now, you know, 
So it wasn't about titles. It wasn't about, yo, I got 80,000 likes. It wasn't about, I had all this money and all this kind of stuff, you know, to, to put me here and there. But it was about your heart going after those things and, and meeting people and, and, and um, going after what was right in front of you. I have this sketchbook. I have this pencil. I have this ink. I can do this right here. I have 15 yeah. minutes. Like I have this, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, like, and it's got you and you, now you're in New Zealand and like, Erica, like, I'm not sure how old you are, but you're young. There's like so many more adventures to go on. And now you have this cool Michael, awesome partner, team partner, like adventures yes. that who knows what you guys will be doing? Who knows where you'll be going? But it's so cool because you've let this, the purity in your heart pave the road for you guys. Like you, you have no of the limitations that, like, well, I mean, we're humans. We have different, we have limits, but you know what I mean? We all but, have. Yeah, so, but, but you're, you, you, you've like, it's like you, you guys have a road you, because of your heart. And again, I don't know everything about you guys, you know, I'm still, you know, so, but you guys, but from what I've seen from the fruit that I've seen from you guys, you guys, this heart is aligned for so many different paths and roads and things to open for you guys, you know? Um, and like, man, this message, it's just a beautiful story. Like a lot of, dude, you guys listen to podcasts, like a lot of this, I didn't even know. <laughs> like I'm getting it with you guys. <laughs> and I'm just like, so amazed at how powerful this is. Um, and I really hope you guys, as you guys are listening, this, hear out, hear, hear Erica out, hear the um everything that she says like yo put this on repeat like listen to it again listen to the the nuggets that she gave out that were like just so raw it was just her but they have opened a road up for her that possibly wouldn't even be there and I feel like a lot of us feel like we have to fit in the skinny road the skinny thing and really that road can open up through your heart and, you know, and stepping out and loving yourself and loving what you do and, and, and you know, um, going through the ups and downs of life, but letting that like lead you. And I feel like I'm kind of, I'm kind of going too hyper right now, you know what I'm saying, on this whole thing. But <laughs> that's just, you guys, that's what I see, right, Miss? You guys can see it however you want, but that's the beauty that I see um, in um, everything that that um, Erica has shared um, with us um, so far on this podcast. So, Erica, again, like, I want to thank you so much for, um, the podcast isn't done yet. I just, I'm just trying to thank you right now. I have a couple questions that I want to ask you and we'll, we'll start kind of like closing it out. But like, I thank you for, for opening up about all that, what you have, because that is key to like people in our success and even your continual success. Like I wanted to mirror to you, like, no, you're a killer. Like you've been killing some <laughs> stuff. You've been doing some work. And Michael, too, when you hear this, too, like, yo, your wife, yo, bro, she's a killer. Yo, yo, you got a super catch. Yo, y'all keep it. Keep it strong. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> it's so cool. But OK, let me let me start wrapping it up. I usually have two questions that I ask people on this podcast. Um, very simple questions, but they could be very deep or whatever. And you can kind of take it however you want. Um, the first question is really simple. I just asked, um, what's something, <laughs> what's something you don't like? Something, it could be something like really small or something like really like mind blowing. I don't know. Um, I don't like onions. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know if that's the kind of answer you are looking at. But that's I just spice onions. You're, I think that I oh my I love that answer because uh, usually like everybody I don't want to say everybody mostly people do like a really deep thing you know like I hate uh, people with egos and what this you know or what they don't like or egos and stuff like that. But I love how like you like yo I don't like onions. Like, and it's so funny for like the like, longest time, I didn't like onion soup, but now I freaking love onions. I'm a, oh. onion, I'm an onion freak. Not really. Um, I like it cooked more, more often, but, um, I love onions. Um, cool. You don't like onions. <laughs> no, but, but, um, I've been like, uh, thinking about onions in a more philosophical point of view mm, okay. because uh, I don't like onions. I've hated them since I'm a kid and I've yeah. tried them and I always hate them. But I cook with onions. And right. now that I'm trying to cook more Mexican dishes, because nice. I'm trying to bring my culture here, I'm trying to share it with my Super family, cool. um, I cook with onions. And people ask me, like, why? Like, you hate them. Like, everyone knows you hate onions and you do it. And I'm like, because I don't know, if I want the dish to be complete, I need yeah. the onion. So, uh, and it's okay, like, if the dish has like this, a memory of the flavor i'm okay yeah. with it because that's the taste of home ah. so it kind of got me thinking like sometimes like you gotta have the things that you don't like yeah or things to be complete so that's that's onions oh my gosh that's actually less you're right that's like super deep Ooh, I like oh man afterwards i'm gonna meditate on that because that's actually like that's real that's real with so many different things Oh man, okay. Um, you guys, yeah, onions. <laughs> Sometimes you, <laughs> if you don't like them, you're gonna need them. It's so that's so cool. But I, oh, okay. I wanna, I'm gonna let me calm down because I'm gonna try to go in. I'll go too far into that. But let me just ask you the second question. What is a place where you've been very vulnerable, or or how do I? It's so hard to kind of ask this question. Um, or also. What is vulnerability to you? What is being vulnerable to you? It, basically, the question is about anything you want to talk about with vulnerable, being vulnerable. And vulnerable. Huh. It's just several things come to mind because mm. uh, when you were asking the question, like, where is the place that you have been? I was like trying to complete like happy, uh, comfortable. Uh, and, and then you bring vulnerable. Like, mm. uh, I was like, I was actually thinking about LA because for a while LA uh like this restaurant in Burbank yeah uh filled with people that I knew online but I had just met in person like you right. like Caroline Arcabasco um just several people uh like that became my like the happiest place for yeah. me for a while uh but LA also became uh, like this cringing place because I had a very bad panic attack there. Mm. Like maybe the worst I've had. That every, every all the um, sensations that I had were so strong that it yeah. hurt. Yeah, like the the cold in my skin was. It felt like needles. It, the movement of the car made me sick. Like it was like being hyper aware um i don't know if it's relevant like to talk about like exactly what triggered the panic attack but uh i don't i just like as you were asking the question it made me like yeah. just realize how la 
where it became both things like mm. the happiest place wow. and the place where I've felt the worst, where I lost control the most, maybe. Interesting. Wow, 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 wow. A lot of dualities, just like with the onion. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow, onions. Just... <laughs> Very interesting. Wow. I'm trying to think of areas in my life where that happens too. Um, actually, I do know an area in my life. Dang, I don't know if I want to share it. <laughs> like, but, oh uh, man, actually I kind of shared it on the podcast before, but it's kind of like being in an, in an environment where, um, well, let's say like for me, it was the environment I always sought after. I was, oh, if I could just hang with these people, it would be so great. And then kind of getting into that environment and then realizing that actually this is like not where I want to, this is anti where I want to be. And it's like, but I love these people, but this is totally not what I stand for or something like that, you know? And it, and like, even like I was just, cause even recently I've been like, it's kind of like this hard pill I have to swallow where it's like, ah, oh man, like, I want to like people I love and I want to be and, and support and hang with and, and all this kind of stuff. However, like be, because of, of what I, my morals are what I truly am going after. And these people are like, they're not bad. They're actually good. But like, um, um, I, I can't be there. You know, um, there's an uncomfortableness. There's this thing where it's, yeah. it's, it's turning back on me. It's making me feel that I'm incorrect, you know, uh, it, or where I feel like now that, uh, like the things I stand for, the things that I love is, is not right, you know? Um, so, um, and I'm trying to be in places where not to say that I need people to be like, Hey, okay, Reggie, you're do everything is, I just, you know, but I, I, I want to be in, in, in places where, where there is community, uh, or, or like, um, positive healthy community let's say there's all kind of communities yeah. but healthy communities and um places where i can be vulnerable versus where i don't have to be perfect or fit or say things like how everybody says or you know whatever it is so um mm -hmm. you know um not to say that this compares to what you've gone through um but that's just me in that and what you said kind of thinking about something i'm going through but yeah it's just really interesting um um, but, I, I, again, Erica, I thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you for opening up, you know, what you could about that. And hopefully that, you know, resonates with other people, um, about it. Just like I told you with the comic about like, I'm not the only one that still is carrying some of these old, you know, pains or whatever, you know? So, yeah. um, oh gosh. Okay, cool. So, all right, cool. So we're, we're kind of ending it out. We're kind of like taking a breath, ending it out. But Erica, before we, we kind of close it, um, is there anything, this is the, what I call the cheese section or the cheese, like the uplifting, anything cheesy, anything loving, anything positive, anything powerful that you would love to say to the people, say to anybody listening, um, you know, any shout outs, any things, you know, people you want to bring up oh I love my family I love you know whatever you want to do this is you know you you have the floor have the floor to say whatever whatever you want you know oh gosh I feel like 
like the people that just receive an Oscar and have the opportunity yeah. to say <laughs> everything that they're grateful for. Like, this is just so many things and many people that I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um, I, of course, I want to give a shout out to my brilliant husband. Yes. Um, a Kiwi man. Uh, he's just so, I don't know, he's brilliant. He's great. He He's the grump and he's loving and he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you have a chance to look at his work and um at Small Robot Studio, mm-hmm. um he's got the tutorials, he's got his cool art and yeah. more recently the collaborations that we are doing. And I don't know, uh, shout out to my dad, Yay. to my little sister Yay. who uh, sent me yesterday a drawing of a bird which looks brilliant nice so she seems to might also be going to the art part <laughs> yes come on <laughs> joy enjoy the crew oh. i think she might be more like an architect but there's still drawing involved nice 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 yeah cool all right well so, yeah <laughs> Well, you guys, you hear, I was going to hear you. Oh, my mind, my, my words are mixed up. I'm human. Okay. <laughs> you guys, that was Erica Kaseb. Um, Erica, again, thank you so much hey. for coming on the podcast. Um, you guys, I'm going to have links for all of her things in the description, of course. Um, I'm trying to think, Erica, matter of fact, can, where can they find you on Instagram or any socials if you want to share? Um, um, everything is uh, at Erika Kasab, which is E R I K A C A S A B. So it's Instagram, ArtStation, Twitter, which I don't do so much. So every once in a while, I rent there. I try not to, but. <laughs> <laughs> or post cats because cats are great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just Erika Kasab. Everything is Erika Kasab. Thankfully, I have. Um, an unusual name, a combination that's not seen very often. Right. So I can exploit that everywhere. <laughs> right, which is awesome. Right. So I'll have all their links. I'll also have the link for uh, Small Robot Studios, right? Yes. Um, and the YouTube and the Patreon, of course. You guys would, if you guys love to um, be a part of the Patreon and support what her and Michael are doing, that'd be super awesome. Um, and any other links, cool. Kitty Lemon will have links to everything. So everything will, will be down there for you guys to check out. But um, yeah, once again, Erica, thanks so much for coming on. I'm oh, so glad you, you so graced, this, graced this podcast with your positivity. Um, and I don't want to just say simply positivity, but for being open and sharing about um, everything that you share. Um, because I believe that that is the key to really helping people. And I'm glad that you were uh, very open with us. And I think that, that you know, it's just going to help people even more. And bless you as well. And bless you and your husband. And just, you know, and it blessed me like a lot. So um, thanks so much for coming on and doing that. And um, um, yeah, you guys, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we will be back with more guests or whatever comes up. Um, so yeah, you guys have an awesome day. Remember, you guys are loved. You're powerful. You're super awesome, killer, awesome, super awesome artists, prolific, super yeah. professionals. You know, so thank you guys for joining and uh, we will see you guys. Thank you for listening. Yes, yes. Thank you guys. Okay. We'll see you. Okay. Bye, everyone.
Ha <laughs> ha